Welcome to the Level Up English podcast, the best place to come to practice the English language, learn about the British accent and culture. With me, your host, Michael Lavers. Hello and welcome to episode 50. So thank you very much for sticking with me for 50 episodes. I hope you're all still doing well. So before I get into the topic for today, I want to remind you that if you want to practice your reading and listening, then you can look at the transcript for this episode. So if you look in the the notes on your phone for this podcast, there'll be a link where you can download the transcript so you can see everything I'm saying while I'm saying it. If you like this feature and you use it, please let me know if you've used it before. Let me know if you think it's a good thing to include and that will kind of encourage me to keep doing it in the future because it does take time to do this and money and of course if I find that no one's using it then I probably won't continue to make the transcripts. But if you do find value in them, then please let me know. I've got a simple but important tip for you today in my topic today, and I want to talk about how a dictionary and a lot of preparation can help you when it comes to using and speaking English. So first of all, it's a very simple piece of advice, which is just find a dictionary and many people will overlook this because it seems so simple or not not so helpful perhaps. But whether you are traveling in another country, whether you're just going about your daily life, or even if you're stuck inside at home at the moment, having a dictionary app on your phone can be a really good way to improve your English vocabulary and even your grammar as well. And if you make a habit of checking it, whenever something comes to mind, then it's a really good way to learn through what you're doing in your daily life. So first of all, I would recommend finding an offline dictionary app, because these, of course, you can access whether you have internet or not. So I guess there are three things you could do. First of all, you could just find a simple dictionary app, such as Merriam-Webster, I think is a good one, or Collins Dictionary. There are many free apps you can use that also work offline as well. I particularly like Merriam-Webster because they have a section for people learning English as a second language. So in this section, if you go down the page on a definition, it will show you a slightly easier to understand definition. They won't use so many complex words and they'll give you some good examples of how you can use it in a sentence as well. So I really recommend that app. Another thing you could do, and this is what I do in my languages that I'm learning, is find an app where it can translate it from your language into English. And of course, this is especially useful for beginners, but I think it's a really good thing for anyone to do. And the third and final thing you could do is to use Google Translate. So the Google Translate app is really useful. Not only can you take pictures and translate from the pictures, but also you can download specific languages. So if you download English, that means you can translate 
even when you don't have the internet connection. This can be very useful for understanding sentences and not just words, but of course a drawback is that it's not always accurate, and especially when it comes to idioms and casual expressions, it will not be able to translate accurately for you. Whenever you come across something that you don't know how to say in English, you can just simply open your dictionary and learn it right there and then. So I think this isn't often talked about when it comes to learning a language, but having that inner monologue, which means what you're thinking about in your normal day-to-day -day life can really be a good help in improving your English. So if you're having a conversation in your head to yourself, kind of like a crazy person, you can be thinking about what you're saying in English, think about kind of describing what you're doing in that moment. And when you see an object or you come to some kind of thoughts that you can't translate, this is where you use your app and you figure out how to say it. And this of course is even more important when you're interacting with other people. So say if you are in an English speaking place, you're going to the shop. Before you go to the shop, you can think of some words and vocabulary, grammar that you might need to use when you get there. A really simple example would be, what do you need to buy? Make sure you can say in English every item on your shopping list. If you cannot say it, this is where you have to prepare and learn what that word is in English. And then, of course, when you get to the shop, even if you know, even if you know where it is, you can still pretend like you don't. You can ask the shop assistant, where are the avocados? Maybe avocados is your new word. And just practicing that in a sentence, a very simple question to them is a really good way to sink that new vocabulary into your long-term memory. And of course, the same technique applies to sentences as well. So if you see some really cool grammar you want to use, you can write that down in your notes and make it your goal to practice that when you go out into your daily life. So that's the first thing you could do. And that's kind of using the dictionary to help you learn while you're going about your normal life. The second thing you can do is a bit more related to the preparation beforehand. So I'm going to talk about something that I did when I went to Japan last year. And this is whenever I had some free time. So usually it was on the train. Maybe I was sitting in a cafe. I would open up the notes on my phone and also have the dictionary open as well. And I would prepare some common phrases to respond with. So in my head all the time, I was thinking about the kind of situations and conversations I would be likely to find myself in. Of course, there are common examples like buying things in a shop, as we said before, meeting a friend for the first time, you know, saying, good to meet you, how are you, where are you from? All those kind of really common sentences. Another one might be if someone asks you for directions, you might want to know how to respond to them without hesitating. So you could also practice that initial response like, oh, I think you have to go this way, then that way. So you have to know how to say that. 
So when you have some free time, as I said, on the train, in a cafe, write down as many sentences as you can using this grammar, using this vocabulary. And then when you do need to use it in real life, you'll be much more prepared. So the reason why this is so effective is because it applies to the context of your real life. It's not just learning from a textbook, you're actually learning something that's relevant to your day-to-day -day life. And then when you have some free time in the future, you can go back and review all of these example sentences you made. So just to summarize everything I was saying there, think about what situations you're likely to get into during the day and write some phrases that might help you. And of course, I'm kind of talking about travel, but it doesn't have to be travel. You can even do it just for a day spending, a day that you're spending alone at home. As you're washing the dishes, think about how you would describe that to someone if they asked you. Even if they don't ask you, it's good to be prepared. So one example I had when I was in Japan is I was walking up a very steep path and I was having this kind of conversation, this monologue in my head or pretend dialogue. And I realized I didn't know the word for steep. So I stopped on the path. I looked up the word for steep in my offline dictionary and I rehearsed, practiced that word in my head. And I used it in different sentences, such as, this path is so steep. I can't believe it's so steep. Be careful, it's very steep. All these kind of common phrases you might need to use. And luckily, it got even better because I soon walked by uh, a couple older ladies, slightly older, and they were struggling because the path was very steep. So they were making their way down the path, but they were going quite slowly. So as I walked by, I commented on how steep the path was using the word that I had learnt five minutes before. And it kind of sparked a mini conversation. So just because I learnt that word, I was able to say something relevant to them. So if I had not prepared that, then I would probably have either just said hello or just awkwardly smiled as I tried to think of what to say while panicking and then probably said nothing. So just that little bit of practice beforehand, a little bit of preparation in your head can really make a big difference. So preparing scenarios for real life situations is one of the most useful things you can do. So always make that habit of making pretend scenarios in your head and then challenge yourself to do them. That's a really good thing. So, you know, when you learn a new word, try and challenge yourself to use it within the next couple days. And that's just a great way to learn it. So a little bit of a shorter podcast today because it's quite a simple tip, but I really hope you found some use in what I've been saying. So just a quick summary of what I said. First of all, use a dictionary to help you learn and look up words as you come across them in your daily life. Look up words that you don't know and make a habit of doing that. Secondly, if you have some more time, 
spend some time to prepare some common sentences based on situations that you think you might encounter during the day. And then even better, try to use them when that situation comes up. Okay, I hope I made some sense there. Let me know what you think. As always, the show notes link for this podcast episode will be ewmichael.com forward slash dictionary. Or you can simply swipe across on your phone on the podcast app and click on the link to the show notes page. And on that page, you can leave a comment at the bottom telling me what you think, telling me your feedback, or if you've used this yourself, if you've done this method yourself. But for now, thank you very much for listening, and I will see you next week for a special interview episode. So look forward to that one. All right, thank you, and bye-bye. You have been listening to the Level Up English podcast. If you would like to leave a question to be answered on a future episode, then please go to levelupenglish.school forward slash podcast. That's levelupenglish.school slash podcast. And I'll answer your question on a future episode. Thanks for listening.